right, welcome to Life Behind Beer, a podcast by Arnor's Brewery. Sometimes when we record episodes, we just bring too much beer. So this is Too Much Beer, episode two, and uh, we're going to rate and, uh, well, not rate, we don't rate the beers. We just drink them and taste them and tell you what we think about them. Uh, so Wes, what do we got uh, for uh, Too Much Beer? We have uh, Sour Opal from Firestone Walker. Woo, fancy. Oh, yeah. It's got a cork and a cage Aged and everything. It's got a bear French. and a lion on it. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid of corks. Aged, <laughs> aged in both uh, French and American oak. Yeah. And uh, Barrel Work series. Minimum aging of about a year. Ooh. Some of parts of it being much longer than that. Hey, well done. I've done it before. Nailed it. This is your first rodeo. <laughs> Ooh. We shall see. We can tell we've had too much beer because I'm, I'm just gonna rip burps. You just all episode. gassy, man. That's okay. We still like you. <sighs> For the record, I also got best beer from Devor. Fire some water on Devor. Oh yeah. You probably buy that at. No total man, wine. this is one of their barrel work beers. This yeah, is... you can still probably buy this in total wine. So this is uh, batch number five. There were 3,000 cases of this beer. It was bottled on May 8th, 2017. It's 91% French oak, 9% American oak. Maturation time, 12 to 50 months. Yeah, 50 months. The trichable uh, acidity is 10.1 grams per liter. Microflora include B. Lambiscus, B. Bruxellinus, L. Brevis, and P. Damnosis. 5.9% alcohol by volume. That's a lot of time. Yeah. And you can smell it. Smell it. Just smell it. This is from... Don't smell the bottle. Pour it in your glass. <laughs> you better not drink that from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> I will never understand the hate for drinking straight from the bottle. Thank Don't you. drink it out of the bottle. You gotta put it in a glass. <laughs> look, man, I was taught Damn to... Damn it, Alex, come on. Look, man, I was taught to drink beer by the alchemist, okay? They say drink from the can. Okay? No, don't drink from the can. Uh, wow. What do you think, Sabrina? Oh, my goodness. This is why I'll never be a Cicerone. I like to drink from the can. That is why you'll never be a Cicerone. <laughs> I go to the pub and I'm like, can I send it in a can? No. Put it in your... It tastes better you in a can. You have a mug, dude. At least put it in the mug. It tastes better in the can. It tastes like aluminum. <laughs> Makes no sense, dude. <laughs> I agree with Wes. <laughs> I'm just going to shrug my shoulders and smile. Well, at least you're well, cute. Since, um, <laughs> for those of us who don't drink out of the bottle, what, what do you think about this beer, Sabrina? <laughs> hey, man, at least Stab I'm... and twist. <laughs> I think it's delightful. Um, so much, um, is it like fruitiness, but like really tart, like, like dry fruitiness? Like apple skin. Yeah, like like apple chips. Oh, okay. Like hydrated apple, yeah. That's what I'm thinking, like dried fruit. Yeah, for sure. There's some of that. Yeah. Earthy. Mm-hmm. Like dry earth. Kind of an apricot kind of deal. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh. See, isn't it nicer in a glass, oh, you yeah. animal? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. I do like you. I think you're lovely. <laughs> Sorry, but not. It's okay. It's all right. That might be my derby names. Sabby, not sorry. <laughs> nice. There you go. I always um, thought about being a derby referee and being official 420. Oh, wow. That would be hysterical. Yep. 
With fish, obviously spelled P-H-I-S-H. Obviously. Right. Obviously. obviously. What else would it be? <laughs> How else would you spell it, yeah. Alex? Oh my gosh, this is so good. High acidity. Wow. Yeah. Very, yeah. Mm, for sure. So, but that's what I love. I yeah, love those aggressive nice. things. So there's different kinds of acids, and there one acid is called succinic acid. You find this in some high acidic wines, but also in some sour uh, ales as well. And succinic acid is one of those acids that actually kind of makes you involuntarily salivate. And this yeah. definitely has some of that. For sure. Got a little bit of the drool factor. Wow. Delicious, though. Mm-hmm. Tart cherry. Well, and I told you guys, I went to um, Seven Seas in Tacoma recently and had their sour brown that was a vintage beer of theirs. And it was it was very similar. And I'm glad to know now that it's this acid. That's what it was. As soon as I took a sip of it, I was just like, just drooling, just mm-hmm. salivating it profusely. And I was like, this beer is so intense. Do you know yeah. Do you know if they open ferment it at all? Or is it, like, do they just like take whatever comes through the California plain or whatever? I don't know if there's open fermentation, but okay. I mean, they're, Fermenting in oak, right? And I think some of those barrels, at least some of them, are wine barrels, right? So we'll get some of that. Some I think are at Viognier, and a lot of the times in, uh, especially in used like barrels that were already used for something else, you're gonna find a pretty diverse array of micro- microflora, right? Things like that. Plus, I think Sabrina's looking at the bottle right now. I think there's at least a few different strains of things they inoculate with. They, yeah, there's a lot in this beer. <laughs> um, it blends young and mature beer from their Barrel Works program. Um, and it does just a lot of things. Wow. Charming. Wow. I don't know if it's on the back, but on the front, I think it had at least three different yeast and or bacteria strains. Megaflora. Lamb- oh, I read that earlier. Lambicus. You can read it again. Lambicus, yeah. Okay. Bruxellinus? Yeah, so that's going to be a Breton... Is it, does it say, like, B. Bruxellinus? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's Bretonomyces. Uh, L. Brevis. Okay. Lambicus. Or Lactobacillus. That's a bacteria. There you go, yeah. yeah. This is fucking Latin. And is it S? Yes, uh, it is. You're right. The first word is an S, right? No, it's a B. Oh, the B. first one is B. B. Lambicus. Oh, okay. So two Brett strings. And then the last one is P... Pediatitis damnosis. Yes. I'm glad you said damnosis because that's what I was going to say and I was like, that sounds like a dirty dinosaur. No. (laughs) So it's two different Brettanomyces wild yeast strains and then two different kinds of bacteria, lactobacillus and pediococcus. Yeah. Yeah. Well. So a lot of different things going on in there. They're definitely inoculating with a lot of different cultures and that totally contributes. So how do they how do they keep this beer from being infected? That's a good question. Um, well, for one, they're I'm sure their quality control is super super good, but two, uh, a lot of these things they're inoculating with are incredibly active and are going to outpower any weaker things. Okay. And uh, the, some of these things like the lactobacillus and pediococcus in other beers would be things you would be worried about. So, like, in other situations, this would be bad, and 
if you had these, if these got in your beer, you'd just be screwed and there's not much you can do about that batch. But in this case, they're intentionally inoculating with it. And these, these bacteria and these yeast that they're using are so active um, that they're going to win out against other things pretty well. So in the right, um, with the right cell counts and things like that and uh, keeping like a good eye on what's going on, um, you could pretty much steer this towards what you wanted it to be. Well, and on the label, it talks about being, you know, offering uh, aromas of coconut and Tahitian vanilla and all of these, you know, very subtle things. I get the apricot. I do get that because they've always thought apricots are a bit tart and acidic. But in terms of coconut and vanilla, I don't know if you're picking that up. Those are barrel characteristics. So, like, vanillin and uh, other compounds from the oak barrels themselves. And they're not necessarily forefront in this beer, but um, I can see, like, think about the mouthfeel itself. There's that tartness, like the, the acidity, mm. that kind of tastes. <laughs> <laughs> That's Tart. a good one. <laughs> that, uh, that kind of like grabs your attention and oh wow, this is super acidic. But the mouthfeel itself is slightly creamy, and kind of has a little bit of like a creamy vanilla quality to it. Hmm. It's just tough. Because this is one of those beers. Um, <laughs> Wes is holding my cat. She's it's a, one of those beers. She's affectionate. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those beers where one of the aspects is so intense, you kind of have to put in extra effort to discover other things that are underneath that. Because not all of the qualities of this beer are balanced in that they're all the same intensity. Like that acidity is super intense and some other aspects of the spear are less intense, but they're still there. It's just a little hard to kind of dive down and pin those. Yeah. It's mm. very interesting though. Yeah. I super dig it. I'm super glad you brought it. And actually this is this is a cool bottle. Classic, classic. You keep in this bottle? You can keep it. Classic Firestone Walker iconography. It's a lion fighting a bear, dude. That's interesting. That's their logo because Firestone is, I can't remember which one is which, but one of them is the bear and one of them is the lion. Well, it's an interesting uh, kind of comparison because the last Firestone beer we had was 805. Right. That's true. It's such a simple, easy drinking beer. Whereas this is way oh, more complicated. I want to pick up. I want to pick up more of that 805. I really liked that beer. Firestone Market is great stuff. The, the breweries that were bought out by Duvel Morgat like didn't change a thing, which mm-hmm. is like amazing. It's interesting to see, in that sense, like Firestone's doing the very clean-looking, classy packaging with uh, nice, crisp, refreshing. Uh, beer and then something like this it's totally on a different end of the spectrum where it's a wild beer and kind of the more wild animals wild yeah they're like (laughs) 
more traditional packaging and the 375 mil bottle with the cork and cage and things like that. Well, it's also a different brewery. Uh, if you look at the label, you know, it's not Paso Robles, it's Muleton. So, yeah, because you know, they, have a, they have a different right. facility yeah. for their barrel. Which is great. Brewery. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have super features. If you have, if you have the money to have two different yeah. facilities, you definitely want your wild and barrel program in a different place. Yep, totally. So it can't not, get into all your regular beer. Yeah, not everyone has that luxury. But if you have, can you imagine? Can you imagine if they tried to do that in the same spot and all that stuff infected like a batch of eight hundred five or a batch of like DBA? Anyway, oh, goodness. Uh, but no, Firestone Walker continue to put out great, great stuff. They just they're just killing it. Bring back people bills. It still exists. They just don't. They just don't do as much I, with it. I know, but bring it back to distribution. I want more of it. Yeah, I want more. It's too late. People snacks. want tuxedo cans. I know. Apparently, that's the thing. <laughs> the tuxedo can is cool though. It's a sexy can. My lie. Well, I think that'll do it. Yeah, I am. Great. Keep on the good work, Firestone Walker, and do Velmore more cat. for cool. sure. We'll do. Uh, maybe. Maybe we'll do a Boulevard beer soon. Maybe we'll do an Gang beer. Anyway. All right, uh, that'll do it for this edition of Too Much Beer. A little more uh, fun stuff for you. But, uh, thanks for tuning in. And uh, this has been part of Life Buying Beer, a podcast by Iron Horse Brewery. <laughs>